Hey, thank you for listening to another episode of Walkins. Welcome. We're excited to hit another Wednesday episode, and we are passionate about helping you triple your patient volume through digital marketing services and exceptional patient experience. I'm Nick Hord. I've got Michael Ray with me. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, and we're excited again to come talk to you guys, and we're going to open your mind a little bit today. Expand. We're going to expand your mind. We're going to Light some incense. We're going to talk about your life. <laughs> Time value. Ooh, I like that. That's a good segue. <laughs> yeah, today is about patient lifetime value. Uh, that is a huge thing that I think gets often overlooked. Some, some No patient should be a one-time patient. That's it. And, it. and if you see your patient as a one-time patient, you're going to spend all of your dollars with us. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're, you're just going to be cycling. Churn, churn, churn. We're going to constantly be bringing you 30 to 50 new patients every single month. And you're not going to retain any of them. And, and you're like, that's why, not what we why, aren't, why aren't I increasing anymore? Like, right. where'd all your other patients go? Right. I exactly. mean, that, that's real. Because I don't, I don't know of many companies that like one-time clients. No. I mean, I don't. Ever. I'm trying to think of, of, of a situation that would make total sense, but it doesn't. Like car companies, they don't want you to buy their Chevy one time. No. They want no, you to no. come back every three years and buy a Chevy. Right. And that goes for any car. That's, there's a reason why. If you're ever curious why they keep changing car models, because the American mindset says, I need something new every three to five years. And they're going to keep coming out with something every three to five years. I have, in my years now, waned on that. I do not care near as much as I used to. Now it's just transportation. Yeah, to me, it really is. Like, my wife is asking me, hey, like it's it's about time for you've been driving that car now for about four and a half years. It's about time. And I'm like, I don't have anything that I want. I'm fine. I'm just keeping well, driving it. And I'm not hating on car companies, but they're not necessarily getting much better in the way of this isn't a huge jump for me. No, it's not. And I'll tell you, uh, the things that used to excite me are the technology in the car. Well, the technology in the car now is me plugging my phone into it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, to me it's Apple CarPlay yeah. or Google Autoplay. Anyway, look, I'm not here about cars. Yeah. We're here about <laughs> life time value of your patients that's right because if you want to increase if you don't if you don't have a strategy to increase that value for your clinic for all your patients you don't have a strategy to grow over time now this is going to sound like a lightning round because we always try and keep this thing under 25 minutes or at least under 30 minutes yeah. so let me set the table we're going to be talking about how to offer a referral program Providing, number two, provide targeted personal campaigns. Number three, put them first. Hear your customers. Number four, create content to keep the customers engaged. Number five, optimize your customer service. Number six, reward your most loyal clients. And number seven, benefit from cross-selling and upselling strategies. Let's go right to number one, which is offer a referral program. So when we think referral programs, what comes to mind first? I don't know. You're thinking of something. Go with it. No, I, I'm. Well, I was trying to turn the table because you always throw something at me, and then I like don't have an answer. <laughs> yeah, is that what you were doing to me now? <laughs> no, not really. But think about this. There's other phrases for referral programs. There's rewards programs. There you go. There's and what's and what's the goal, right? Something to get you to come back, That's or right. something to say, hey. To go tell so-and-so down the street how good of a job it was. Well, I'll tell you, uh, at, and I may bring up Dennis more than more than not in this particular episode, mm -hmm. um, but I, I know when I go to my dentist, they hand me a card to give to one of my family members or one of my friends yeah. so that they can have their first cleaning free. First cleaning free. So let's think about that. First cleaning free. What's, what's the enticing part, right? They're going to get their family. 
they're gonna get their family. You're gonna get taken care of. Right. Um, now, what about me? What do I get? Oh, you. I mean, I, they don't give me nothing. They, they don't give you anything. No, no, so no. there's a missing piece, right? Probably. What if they said for every three of those referrals that successfully come in, your next cleaning is free? I mean, that'd be fine. I don't know. I don't really think about it because of my insurance. Yep. But, I mean, there could be something where, hey, if somebody comes in and puts your name in, we'll put you in a raffle, you win this, whatever. Because if you think about it, with the exception of lab testing, 90% of the time, it's time that you're giving away. That's right. Because if, if you're a, a doctor or someone, you're giving away your time, not so much some physical stuff with the exception of maybe gloves and syringes and whatnot. But the reality is, um, from our standpoint, like, because like I go to the chiropractor, that costs me with insurance 40, 50 bucks to get an adjustment. Mm -hmm. And if he said, hey, you got, I know you have you mentioned some friends that are family that have issues. If they come in, your next three adjustments are free. Or put put a put a credit on the account. Yeah. No, I mean, let's just say that we're going into a primary care or an urgent care or mm -hmm. something like that, and your copay is $40, and you have a $40 credit on your account. Yeah, exactly, and you walk away free. Um, or you, you say, hey, your next uh, physical is covered. Yeah, there's just layers to it, and it's different for everybody, because the but the offer has to make sense, and it has to be something that people really want. Like, if you're going to give a, a discount on something – that it's a service nobody ever wants to use. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares. Well, I know uh, my realtor, again, this isn't patient care related, but my realtor, like if I refer her and she closes a deal, she writes me a $500 check. Right? That's know. that's a referral. Or I even think I about, we have a, a newer client that does Botox and stuff like that. That's right. Maybe on your third Botox treatment, your fourth one's free. I love it. I mean, it sounds, it doesn't, it sounds simple, but does it does it make sense? Because you wouldn't want to say that on liposuction. Your third liposuction, <laughs> and your fourth and fifth and sixth, <laughs> right? You gotta right. be conscious of. It. But if you're on both, like take things that you know that people will come back for regularly and they would appreciate it, and you don't want. And here's the thing: why do you do it? You don't want them to go somewhere else because right. they, you don't want them to go somewhere. Like, I say Botox because. In the grand scheme of things for Botox, everyone offers the same product. Mm -hmm. And it's this, I'm not downgrading the skill set of it, but the skill set to give Botox isn't extremely high. Like it's not exclusive. Don't aim the needle at the eyeball. Yeah. It's not exclusive. Yes, there are, there are lots of dangers involved with Botox, but it's not exclusive. Like it doesn't take, that's like an add on service for doctors. It's not right. a, I'm a Botox specialist. It's more of I do this, this, and Botox. This is one of the twelve things. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, like when you offer it, so you know that the competitor down the street offers the same thing. You don't want them to go over there because, like, we'll talk about toward the end on the upselling, you lose those opportunities. Because here's the thing with the referral: when they come back for the reward or whatever, they're now they're more engaged with you, which means you can upsell them. That's right. And we'll get an upsell at the end, but that's. The point of all this, you're increasing the overall value of the patient. Now, is it is it bad to put a dollar sign on a patient? Sure, in the sense of you don't want them to treat you don't want to treat them that way. But ultimately, if you don't have patients coming in your door, you don't have a practice every single time. Number two, <laughs> provide targeted, personalized campaigns. Now, this is beautiful marketing to me, yeah, because um, this is going to be around your marketing. But this doesn't always mean digital, okay? So um, a good example of that, a targeted personal campaign, this is going to sound terrible, but it's because I guess of what I listen to a lot of sports and talk radio. Mm. Um, there's a lot of 
you know, ED medication ads and stuff like that because they know it's a predominantly male market that they're talking to. Yeah. That is a targeted, personalized campaign for people that listen to that radio station. Although I do think it's funny, uh, my wife on her Spotify, she gets a lot of those ads because of some of the music she listens to. I wonder if she signed up under your account. <laughs> but, and I get a lot of Spanish ads. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what y'all. Are, I don't know what y'all are doing, but Spotify may have your uh, demographics mixed up a little bit. The, the The point is, is that can be a targeted campaign. Here's another targeted, personalized campaign. If you're trying to reach a community, right? If it's a high end community, like yep. when I say community, I'm talking about like a high end neighborhood or something like that. Around here, there's a neighborhood called Greystone that everybody wants to be in. Or Mountain Brook. They have their own magazine, though. This is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. So, like, I don't love print. But if I'm trying to reach people in that neighborhood, what an ideal way to do it yeah. is to be in the magazine that's designed specifically for that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah great. Was it Greystone Living? Or, Greystone Living. Yeah. 280 Living. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, too. Like, talking about, so the language inside of that magazine for the ads and stuff, it's talking very specifically to that type of owner. That's right. And the advantage of that, mag now we're not saying go buy these magazines. We're not necessarily saying that, but the advantage of that magazine they know their target market. They know the mailbox that they're going into. They know who they're dealing with. That's right. So it does make a difference. Now, this does not violate any kind of HIPAA violation, so I want to come out with that right away. But I'm going to tell you that there's opportunities on both Google, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all these different platforms where you mm -hmm. can upload your patient list. The patient, you're not giving any personal data other than their name, their email, and phone number. And what it's going to do is it's going to create a lookalike campaign. That doesn't mean that you're talking about their ailments or what they came to see you for or any of that. So you don't violate HIPAA, mm -hmm. but you take it and you create a lookalike campaign inside of these platforms that allows you to target people that are just like them. That is a provided targeted personalized campaign that's talking to the type of people that you want to do business with. And, and we, when we say just like them, so let's say that you have a thousand people that you upload to that list and the vast majority of them are a 35-year-old female. Whatever demographics Google or, or whatever platform can pull and say, they go to these websites, they shop at these stores, their phone shows up in these places consistently, this is who we're going after. Yes. Because whether you like it or not, you're not that unique, period. You are very similar to other people. There's a reason why when, some, when like a Nike or whatever comes out with a certain type of looking shoe, a huge specific demographic falls in love with it. It's the reason why if there's a pair of yoga pants that every whatever wants, <laughs> yeah, right. Yoga pants. But it's it's because they're we're taking a bet on the demographic and what they respond to. That's and, right, and that's just the way it is. Like, there. And if you're like, I'm still not convinced. Go look at your lab coat that you put on that white lab coat there's a specific person that buys those things and there's a reason or oh i'm the cool person i don't have white lab coats i have a different color well they there's you're probably just like everybody else that does that like sorry i wish you were more unique than you think you are but from a pure shopping habit or just general engagement with any type of store you're not but you are specific to the people that yep. have done business with you. Yeah. And so if you have access to that list of patients or whoever, like your customers that yep. you've done business with, you can create lookalike campaigns out of that so that you can target people that look like who you're looking for. Number three. Put them first. I kind of feel like there's really only two ways to do this, right? What you're trying to do with put them first is really to get their feedback, to get your patients' feedback. I think you can get feedback through reviews. Obviously we've got whole episodes on reviews, 
right? Yeah, when we say reviews, like Google reviews, yeah, Google, uh, that, that's Facebook the recommendations, uh, Zocdoc, all of those different kinds of things. Mm -hmm. The other way, and we just built this for the first time for one of our clients, is a patient survey, um, and it's anonymous, by the way. But it's it's a lot more questions. It's yes, no, agree, disagree. True, and, and, false, and it, doesn't, it doesn't get for details. It's more like, did we do this? Yes yeah. or no? Did you think we did a good job? Essentially, yeah. And it's not asking. And it's actually not even asking for like, give us a review. It's literally saying, are we checking the boxes that from internally we should be already checking? That's right. And if, and if you if we get a and that's the, now here's the thing, you can get feedback all day long, but if you don't take action on your feedback, it's absolutely pointless. I was gonna say, uh, truth or knowledge doesn't set you free, applied knowledge, like you have to yep. take action on the things that you learn about. Uh, there's another one that you can get really in depth with. We go to a conference uh, two to three times a year. And after that conference, we get a long survey with detailed questions and they want to know who we are. They want to know how our experience was. They what, won't let us leave the conference. What, yeah, they won't even let you leave the conference. They want to know, <laughs> hey, what did we do right? What did we do wrong? What do you want to see more of? What do you want to see less of? What did you love? Yeah, all the things. And they want to know. And they break it down by everything that you experienced that weekend. And then the next event is different. Like yeah. it's, it's a little different. Practical application. I would, I would vote that this last event, I necessarily wouldn't say every speaking, speaker was the best, but the flow was probably one of the better flows I've It felt. was. It was a lot less. Uh, I didn't feel worn hectic. out. Hectic. Yeah, I didn't feel like I was being worn completely out. But so. imagine if you got a patient survey back that said, hey, I waited for 45 minutes and I thought I was going to wait for 30. Well, that's feedback, right? We we can clean that up. Mm -hmm. Hey, it said save your spot online. When I got there, I still had to wait an hour. Well, you didn't actually save your spot online and you need to reword how that works. Yeah. Um, you, you name it. You put whatever questions that you want to improve on, do better or get honest feedback in, and then go ask your customers. You can do this through a survey monkey. You can do this through a Google form. Um, there's a multitude of ways that you can do this and get this information out to your patients. Number four. Well, I'll say real quick, I had a, uh, a, a funny children's story version of this. Okay. So uh, my daughter, who's three and a half, loves a certain children reading podcast. Like she, uh, my, my daughter's very loud, but when the podcast turns on, she goes quiet. And just listen. So y'all play that all the time, don't you? And I've lit and when we were driving down to New Orleans a few weeks ago, I was sitting there driving. I was like, well, this is pretty interesting. Anyway, super interesting podcast. It's like an hour long read for children's books or stories. Mm. And but talking about feedback. So this squirrel this is the story. Sorry, it's not real. The squirrel goes up to this door and he opens the door and he thinks it's an elevator. And he's like, Oh, I'm going back to the place I'm supposed to be selling something. So he gets in the elevator, he thought, and he hits the button and he said, Nothing happened. And he looks behind him, and there's a, I forget what kind of animal, say a bird's behind him. And he's like, he, the door's open. He looks out, like, where am I? And she said, oh, we're in a time machine. We're in a time machine? Well, yeah, when you hit that button, we went back 2,000 years. But nothing happened. She says, oh, everything happened. I didn't feel anything. Oh, that's a good thought. She wrote, so I'm going to write that down as feedback. I'm going to make an adjustment. And so... Oh, okay. So then it fast. I was wondering where you were going with that. So then, it, but then here, this is what I'm trying to point out: one person, one feedback, and then there's a mistake. This is what I'm trying to explain. The, don't take to heart all the feedback you're getting. Like, find a consistent. There are always anomalies with your feedback. You sure. may have somebody who's really ticked off, but don't change everything for one person. So he's he's like, I, I didn't feel anything. Hmm, I'll make the feedback. So he comes back. 
He hits the button, and he starts bouncing around and going. Like, it's just tossing around. He's like, what's wrong with the thing? She said, oh, I added that. So when you hit the button, you knew it was working. He's like, what's well, too much? And it's, like, and it's like going all over the place. She said, oh, okay, I'll turn I'll remove it. He said, no, don't remove it. Just make it less annoying. <laughs> That's interesting. So I'm going to have to go back and listen to that podcast that you were talking about. Yeah, so, and it's a kid's story. But the reality is it's that take some feedback, but don't go like – knee deep and try to break your company to fix the feedback from somebody. I think what you're trying to communicate here is look, <laughs> look for consistencies over anomalies. Yeah. Yeah. So if you put out a thousand surveys and you get feedback on those thousand surveys, if there's something that's popping up over and over and over and over again, take action, take action on that. If it's a one-off thing, don't change your whole business model for that. Yeah. I think that's where you're going. Yeah, with yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Make, okay. make, make right. a note of it. And look for it in the future, but don't change. You had me at a squirrel jumped into an elevator or whatever it was. You it, just it, said. I was like the the person that read it was great. So I was like, this is the this is a pretty entertaining drive. So. All right. So this brings us to number four, which is create content that keeps <laughs> customers engaged. So if you're still listening to our podcast, <laughs> talking about squirrels over here, if you're still listening, number four, create content to keep your uh, customers engaged. Uh, Michael, I've got some thoughts on this. Why don't you start though? So don't be like, I, I, you, I haven't seen in a long time. Welcome to our new website post. Have you seen one of those in a while? Mm -mm. Right? Yeah. They finally gave up on that. All of the sites I've been doing for years and years and years. And finally people quit asking me to put a welcome to our new website post. Oh, you're talking about on social media. No, no, no. On the website. Oh, gosh. That used to be the number one new blog post for a website. And the best part is it would be the only one. So in five years, it'll still say, welcome to our webs new website. Yeah, because they never put any new stuff, new content on there. Yeah, I used to do that all the time. It's gone. Anyway, what is that? Not feel, engaging content. I, I feel like you are glad to see that gone. I, I just realized it's gone. I haven't been asked to do that in a long time. Engaging content is going to fall under newsletters going out to your clients. Engaging content is going to be under social media posting, uh, which I always fall under the method of entertain, educate, and execute. Right. Mm -hmm. um, those are the type of engaging con content that's going to give people an opportunity to respond to you. Yeah. Right. And that can be, you know, the announcement side of things. Here's the thing. Uh, it's always important to announce your new doctor. Right. If you have a new doctor in your practice, announce, announce what they specialize in and as the why they're there. Because people may not, oh, it's a new doctor, but here's why we hired this doctor, not just to fill a seat. You ever had anything bad happen at your practice? Mm. that's engaging. If yeah. It, if it bleeds, it leads y'all. And you want to be in control of that content. You want to be in control of that conversation. All I'm saying is create content. That's going to cause people to engage in your business. And if you can't think of anything at all, put a post of your dog out. I promise you, <laughs> I promise you I'll pay you back for your time. If it doesn't happen. Yeah. If you put a post of your animal out there, it's oh. like you're going to get the most engagement you've ever got. Or even better, have a dog day at your office and mm -hmm. everybody brings in their animal for half a day or whatever. I'm just wondering how that would work in a urgent care or something, but that would be fun. It would be fun. Or do it on us. If you guys have a community event, make it like a, a pet community event. Pet friendly. Pet friendly. I like that. And then get everybody to take, I, like we talked about in the, a long time ago about the, uh, does your pet pick the, match the pet to the owner? Right. That's always a lot of fun. So, 
Yeah, we did that, and that's still our best performing post. So yeah, really and that is. was from like three years ago. Yeah. All right, number five, optimize your customer service. I love this because this was an experience that I had, Michael. You've heard me talk about it. When I had COVID and they told me to stay away, like come drive up, don't get out of your car. Somebody in a bodysuit will come out to you and 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 you know, scramble your brain with a stick, whatever that was. That wasn't the part. The the custom experience was the doctor that I spoke to that texted me like two days later, Hey, Nick, this is Dr. And so-and-so I just wanted to check on you and see how you're doing. Did you get the medication? Do you need anything? Yeah. Who does that? I still think that's fantastic. I, 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 that could be applied by so many people. Hey, I know when you came in for your massage that you were really struggling with these knots that you had in your, in your muscles. I know we worked them out, but have they come back? How do you feel? I, you know, and to add to that too. So yesterday I was at, I went to a doctor, and the um, the entire reception staff, not one person, but all of them, were having a good time. That's awesome, man! Energy like they were. I was starting to chuckle a little bit because they were. Uh, one was like, I, man, the car's not scanning, and she's like, scoot over. And she's like, kind of, they're all kind of chuckling. She's, mm-hmm. this is what you're supposed to do, and and we're all kind of laughing, but all in good times. <laughs> And then uh, when I go into the back and they're like taking uh, my vitals or whatever, I, I see a poop emoji squishy thing in the corner. And I said, that's fantastic. She chuckles and said, yep, we love it. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good one. And, and so, well, to, to which Facebook swears that that is uh, chocolate ice cream. Oh, exactly. Or chocolate yogurt <laughs> or something. What a face like, on yeah, it. Right. But, uh, but no, like, but that's the environment, right? That's part of customer service because – if if you bring good, it's like when you walk into a, a mode. Welcome to mode. It's like it's it's part of the game, right? It's, yes. Because you don't want to hear somebody say, "Welcome to Moe's. Like it, it's nobody wants you. You don't want that. All you right. Want the energy. Raise your hand unless you're driving. <laughs> Have you been into a Bucky's? Oh man! When Bucky's. they put fresh meat on the board, chopping <laughs> it, and everybody goes fresh meat on the board. <laughs> but you don't want to walk into an urgent care. You don't want to walk into a chiropractor or whatever. But and them start yelling at you for being there, but but to create something that's unique that 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 brings energy to the room, that optimizes that customer experience. I think that's a good thing. Or like we have a massage therapist as a client. When you walk into their office, it's like, you know, you've stepped out of traffic and into serenity. Yeah, it's, like real low music. The lights are lowered. It's the receptionist is like, welcome. You know, is this very calm? Glad to have you today. Can yeah. Go ahead and get you checked in. I'm going to walk you back. Hold on. Let me get you a bottle of water. Also, as a you side note, the restroom? if you want to stand out from the crowd slightly, walk your patients to their exam rooms. Oh, that is so good. Oh, uh, down there on the left. Uh, and I literally said, so, so here's the deal. I'm, I'm going to push back a little bit on that, Michael. My experience has been seriously that people walk me to the exam room. Okay. That's been my experience like 100% of the time. Here's where it falls apart. When it's done, they're like, yeah, just get out of the end of the hall and go to the right. That, now, that, walk me out. So, so That's what I care about. So yesterday when Wandering I around when I got checked in, you know, I'm sitting there doing everything. I said, okay, we're going to go down to exam seven. And I was like, okay. And I'm sitting there because she said that. I'm like, I literally said, do, do I, are, you, are we going to go down now? She said, yeah, 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 hold on. And I was like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> like at first I was like, am I supposed to leave? And, you know, and then, so we got to do whatever. And then the lady that was with me walked, said, all right, we're done. I'm going to walk you over here. You're going to do this now. Do you have any other questions? 
great. And then she talked to me for like 20 seconds while we're standing at the next part of my experience. Right. And then she said, so-and-so is right here. She's going to take care of you. Let me know if you have any questions. But she, she's awesome. And, like, that was the handoff. That's custom. That's uh, that's optimizing your customer experience right there. It was super positive the yep. whole way through it. And it's kind of nice. So, anyway, what does that mean? But all the, it's like the difference between going to Walmart and Publix. Walmart, where's the basketballs? Down there, over there in the corner. Okay. Mm-hmm. Publix, where's the tomato sauce? Let me take you there. Come with me. Come with me. And then and they won't let you. They won't just show you. Like I've tried. Hey, can you just tell me what aisle it's on? Nope. I will. And they're like literally me. stocking the shelves. Like hold, and they drop everything. Stop what and, they're doing. I'll, and then they walk here and they say, "Now which one are you looking for?" This, and they pull it off the shelf. This one. Yeah, that's it. And like it, I'll also say every time I walk by, they're like, "Hey, can I help you find anything?" And it's a smile, and it's, the tone yeah. of it's positive. It's not yeah. like, "Are you okay? Hey, what, do you, what do you want?" <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Next reward. Your most loyal clients. Yeah. What does that look like? I can tell you what it looks like at church. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. So when I check my kids in at church, they get a little sticker and it says, hey, three more three more consistent visits to church and you get a prize. Ooh. Now that's stupid. That's for a kid. But guess who wants <laughs> guess who wants to go to church on Sunday? The kids. They want to get a prize. They want man. that prize. All right, but that's not just it. Like, I mean, this could be anything. I'll go to massage. You could do dental. You could do chiropractor. You could do anything. Hey, Michael, this is your sixth massage. We're going to give you the seventh one. Let's go ahead and book it. Nice. Hey, you ordered six subs. Let's give you the seventh one for Seven free. free yeah. Punch it, right? Do you yeah. remember those? God, yeah. those were the best. Yeah. It's the only reason I went to Subway. Well, there's uh, the ice cream shop here in Hoover, Whole Scoop. Whole Scoop? And they got the little punch cards, mm-hmm. and after your sixth punch, free scoop of ice cream. Hey, it, there is not a single person that's listening to this podcast who has a client service business, a patient business, a clinic, if you will, that doesn't have some kind of record keeping on the frequency in which your people are showing up. Make a note, reward them for it. This isn't hard. This 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 should not be overthought. This should be here's a five dollar Starbucks gift card. Thanks for coming in on this your fifth visit. Five bucks on the fifth. Here's a complimentary copay. I'm just saying, like there's anything like it doesn't reward your most loyal clients literally could be buying them a cup of coffee to you've been a patient here for 10 years. We're gonna send you on vacation. Yeah, I mean, I, I I know that's like way out there, but I'm just saying, like, and, and, you can reward reward loyalty and like the five dollar Starbucks gift card. The best part with those, buy ten of them and give them to your receptionist, and yep. just, she'll just have a stack under her desk, and she'll say, "Oh, hey, this is the tenth time you've been with us. Here you go," and I just kind of nice, and make sure they explain it, like why. But um, hey, we're gonna you know just hear a small thank you and. You just keep them longer. Yeah, this is probably the easiest one on the list. So, I mean, you can get creative. It doesn't have to be expensive. It can be as much as you want. I don't care. And then but, keep it local if you can because people appreciate it. Yeah, that. ideal. Oh, Henry's. I said Starbucks, but like an know Henry's or, you know, what's your local coffee shop? Um, all right. So last one, Michael, go for it. Cross-selling and upselling. This is huge to me, and this can be done in just about anything. And it's literally just a hair of training and asking a question. Let's do, instead of explaining what it is, because I think it's obvious, let's give some examples of this. Yeah. All right. So So you go into an urgent care. We'll start there. We deal with mostly urgent cares anyway. mm -hmm. All right. So the benefit of cross-selling or upselling, right? Do you have any ideas for urgent care? Maybe an in-house pharmacy. Let's go ahead and get your 
Let's go ahead and get so your pharmacy. pharmacy uh, it could be, let's go ahead and set your annual physical annual while you're physical, here. Get that set. Let's get your immunizations in place. Love it. Hey, you're, you're, you're behind on your immunizations. Can we go ahead and take care of that for you today? By the way, we're now offering weight loss shot you know the the b12 shots yep. or like there's layers to it right but the first thing that comes to my mind is our dentist with hey we just cleaned your teeth everything looks great but you know we do offer a 99 dollars teeth whitening service take it home and it gets a take home or we can do it here in the office right now for yeah. 15 more minutes and then you'll be good to go okay i would do that if they offered it yeah because you're lying there with your mouth open so it's like all right i'm already here so massage Hey, you came in for a massage. Um, did, you, did you know that? Well, not even that. I was going to say it, the, that's a good one too. But what I was going to say is, did you know that we have a monthly membership plan? Oh, that's the best. Right? I, that's I, an upsell. It, and it, that's consistent business over time. If you can find, if you're a, 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 a business that could have a, a potential monthly membership, mm -hmm. do it. Because it is the easiest way to grow your business over time. Because they'll pay the membership, but not necessarily use it to its full benefit. Right. Going to a chiropractor, right? Hey, would you like like a, a massage too? What, what all do chiropractors? Well, I, make, I see essential oils on their shelves. They I see do all sorts of things. Uh, they, I see acupuncture sometimes there. Or if you had it where like, hey, we 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 know that you come in, your adjustments come in every twice a month. For five bucks more, we can get you on a monthly membership. You can come in four times a month. It and and that and what happens is that. After a few months, I may not be able to come that four times. I come once or whatever, but I'm mm -hmm. still paying that one fee and not thinking about it. That's Cause, right. Because the second, sorry, the second you get onto a recurring credit card or recurring payment method, you start to forget it's there. You stop thinking about it. And if you're not convinced by that, look at your Netflix account or look at your Disney Plus account or any digital subscription service that you haven't paid attention to. That you to. haven't paid attention to in six months because Netflix is more expensive now than it was six months ago. You know what's funny? I'm one of those rare people who doesn't have Netflix. I switched from T-Mobile to AT&T. And they just and they were T-Mobile was paying my Netflix, mm -hmm. and I guess I wasn't paying for it anyway. But now I'm not paying for it or getting it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, wait till Stranger Things comes out. Yeah, right? and I will absolutely crank it back up for at least that Six season. Weeks. <laughs> All right, so we wanted to give you seven different ways to increase the lifetime value of your patients, and let me rattle them off one more time, and then Michael take us out. Number one, offer a referral program. Number two, provide targeted personal campaigns. Three, put your client and customer first and hear what they have to say. Uh, number four, create content to keep your customer engaged. Number five, optimize your customer experience. Number six, reward your most loyal clients and customers. Um, and finally, number seven, benefit from cross-selling and upselling strategies. There you go. There all is. right, guys. Thank you all so much for listening to us again. We actually popped out 30 minutes this time. We did. But um, also, this episode has come after our convention that we went to. So we hope that we got to see you all at the Urgent Care uh, Convention. We got to speak and everything like that. It was fantastic. Um, and excited to see what's coming down the pike for us. But we'll catch you on the next one. Talk to you.